For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters and what do I even say other than, hey, <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better and dating safer. They've changed so you don't have to download the new Bumble now. Hi, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori D. Simone. I'm your host, Tori D. Simone, and Happy New Year! Woo! Happy 2024, guys. Wow. Good riddance, 2023. No, I had a pretty good 2023. Um, I will list my 2023 reflection video down below if you guys have not seen that yet. Um, but 2023 overall was a pretty good year in my book. And I'm really excited to go into 2024 and all that is to come and all that I have planned and all that sort of stuff. Now, I know a lot of people don't love resolutions for the most part. And in my last episode that I put out a week ago, which was over, um, it was actually on Christmas that I put it out. And by the way, I hope you guys all had an amazing Christmas. Um, what we ended up doing, it was it was so awesome. I'm actually recording this on New Year's Eve. So when you guys are listening, I'm, I recorded this yesterday. Um, but we had such a great Christmas. My sister and her boyfriend were in town from Idaho. So they flew all the way in and it was just so great. We spent Christmas together. We went to the Eagles game on Christmas, which was really fun to like not do something Christmassy on Christmas. I've never done that before and it was really a good time. So we did that. And then the day after Christmas, um, we all did nothing. Like I did not leave the couch. And that was really nice. Wednesday, I had yoga teacher training. And then it was, oh, then we did like, we went out to dinner. Did we go out to dinner on Wednesday? No, we didn't. I don't know. We went out to dinner one of one of the days. And then on Thursday, what? Oh, Thursday was, oh, we did go out to dinner Wednesday because Thursday we were, tour, no one asked, but I'm telling you guys anyway, we were tourists in our own city. And we took a trolley tour in Philly. And that was really, 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 really fun because I've never done that. And it was like a booze trolley tour. So I was the DD and my family just got absolutely schmacked. And it was really, really fun. Like we had such a great time. We got cheesesteaks after and then we just chilled. And then Friday night, 
Um, we had like a second part of Christmas with my cousins and then my dad had his friends over and it turned into like a little mini party. It was so much fun. And then Saturday was yesterday and that was my last day of YTT. So I'm officially graduated yoga teacher training and I think I'm going to do a whole episode. I'm actually going to write that down of yoga teacher training. What I learned, like not necessarily the curriculum, of what I learned, but like the life lessons that I learned, what I picked up from it, what I recommend it. And then just a general Q and A. I know a lot of people have questions about yoga teacher training. Like, do you have to go through it if you want to be a yoga teacher? Do you have to teach afterwards? All those sorts of things. So I can definitely get into that and I'll ask a QA and a probably on Instagram. But yeah, so I finished yoga teacher training yesterday and then I was just hanging out and now today is New Year's Eve. And yeah, I'm really, really excited for the new year. So um, I posted an episode last week that was my 2024 reset and it talked about my resolutions and kind of like my take on resolutions, my routines and my priorities. And I was essentially just like prepping for 2024. Now I'm taking that episode one step further. And now this episode is the routines, systems and products that I'm going to be implementing for a productive and successful 2024. So while priorities are fantastic to have systems in place to hit those priorities is more important. So this is like part two of last week's episode. You don't need to listen to last week's episode if you don't want to, but I do talk about like my word of the year and why my priorities are the way that they are and things like that. So if you want like I guess a background to everything that we're going to talk about today, go listen to that episode. But if you feel like you can stick it out and get the same knowledge, then great. And I recommend you guys to do this along with me. So whether you're listening to this on New Year's Day or on the second or on the third or really anytime, um, light a candle, make a cup of tea, grab a water, a fancy drink, whatever it is. And sit down with either your laptop, a phone, an iPad, a notepad, a journal, a piece of printer paper, construction paper, like literally anything. And let's knock this out together. And I'm really excited to talk about this. Before we begin, I just want to mention that a new Manifest Book Club episode is out. It was on The Christmas Guest. And I also talk about the books that I plan to read in 2024, which I'm really excited because I'm stocking up my Kindle tonight with a ton of books. So I'm really excited for that. If you guys want to listen to that episode, it is out now. I will link it down below in the show notes. Um... But I also want to say that next month's book club, the book for next month, which is technically now this month, it's January. um, The book is The 12 Week Year by Brian P. Moran and Michael Lennington. And that episode is coming out on January 25th, I believe. Yeah, January 25th of obviously this year, 2024. And I have started listening to this book on Spotify because it's included in the premium, which is awesome. And I'm on chapter 13 and there are 21 chapters. So I'm probably a little more than halfway through that would math, right? Yeah. I'm about halfway through. 
Yeah, I'm a little bit more than halfway through. And it's a very quick listen, but I'm also going to go to Barnes & Noble um, and actually get like the physical book as well because there's a lot of notes that I've been stopping to take along the way. And a lot of what I'm talking about today are applied principles from this book. And also just with, it's, it's cool because they talk about things that we talk about all the time on this podcast, such as time blocking and deep work and creating ideal routines. So that's really cool to see that we are doing and talking about the systems and routines that are really getting us to where we want to be going in our lives. So that's really cool and reassuring. So anyway, nonetheless, that is the book. I'll have it linked down below, but it is available for free. If you have Spotify premium, it's included in the membership. So that's what I'm doing right now. I'm listening, but I will link it below to Amazon, but you can always shop at a local bookstore to purchase it um, physically as well. So um, yeah, today we are going to dive deep into creating routine systems and what products I'll be using to implement a uh, productive and successful new year. Now, these are obviously tailored to my top three priorities and my top three goals. And I'm not trying to use the word resolution because Last year, like 2023, I didn't hit any of my resolutions, but I did discover a lot more about myself. So more so just like my plan, my direction, my top three priorities is really just the word that I like and that I keep coming back to, but you could also say resolutions here. Um, So yeah, we'll talk about my top three, obviously, but you just will substitute your top three in with mine, but it's really just like the systems that we're going to be talking about today overall. Okay. So let's just dive right in because I have a feeling this is going to be a chatty episode and I have a lot to say. And if you guys are watching this on video, um, it's kind of ironic because later in this episode, I'm like, one of my resolutions is to just put more effort into my appearance. But if you're watching on video, I'm in a sweatshirt and I have no makeup on. And my hair is from yesterday. So I'm not really doing that, but I have until tomorrow. (laughs) No, but honestly, this is like what feels right for me right now. So I'm embracing it. Okay. So the first thing when it comes to setting any sort of goals, routines, systems, resolutions, whatever it might be, is that you need to have a why behind what you're doing it. Otherwise, it's really easy to give up. Like if I were to be training to run the New York marathon, for example, a why would be that I'm running for a charity or a why would be that I want to hit a timestamp. And those are like two specific examples of a why. So regardless of what it is that you want to do, make sure that you have a why, a why for every priority, but then an overall why as well. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. 
Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy to EMF management and circadian friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want to sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E.com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com manifest. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So my overall why of why do I even want to change my life? Because I do really like my life. Like I'm very grateful. I have a lot of love. I have shelter. I have nurture. I have happiness. Like I really live a very full life as it is. So why even change anything? Like why not just stick to the status quo? Why not just keep coasting? Why? So my why is so that I can enjoy life to its fullest. I didn't talk about this in my 2023 reset, and I can't believe I actually forgot to mention it because it's been a really impactful year. In June, my sister's friend passed away very suddenly. He was very young. He was 22, and he passed away in a farming accident. Um, 
yeah. And it was just very sudden and it really hit me. And I don't know why it hit me as hard as it did. Well, I think I do, but it, I don't think it should have hit me as hard as it did because I only met my sister's friend. His name was Matt. I met him one time and he was so nice. He was very, you know, funny. He was like a goofy kid. He was just a really nice guy. And it was when I was visiting my sister in March in Idaho is when I met him. And it's one of my sister's best friends. And we were all just hanging out with him and whatever. He was so nice. And, you know, I said bye. And you just think you're always going to see someone again. And then in June, he passed away very suddenly and like in a complete accident. And it just, it really hit me hard and it hit my mom and I really hard. And of course my sister, but my sister was on the other side of the country. So we couldn't like really grieve with her, but my mom and I were so affected by it. And I think for me, I was very affected by it because you just, you always think you're going to see someone again and you always take life for granted when you just can't. You never know. And you always hear that growing up. You never know. Like life is precious, this and that. But until something like horrible happens, I feel like it doesn't always sink in. So for me, when Matt passed away in June of this past year, that to me is when I really was like, wow, life is so precious and it can be taken away from you so quickly. And it's so unfair. It's so unfair. Like he did not deserve to pass away. Like he was just the happiest go lucky guy. And it, it was just so unfair. And it still is. And like, I'm just, I'm angry that he has passed. And the fact that I'm even talking about this right now, I'm sure he's like living for it. And he's like, yeah. So anyway, his spirit lives on and on and on. But then also a few months later in October, my sister's boyfriend, the one that was just visiting, his dad, very young, 49, very suddenly passed away of a heart attack out of nowhere. So it's like, oh my, like two people to just very suddenly pass away when they're healthy and had so much more life to live. Like it just put such a perspective on life for me this past year. And I, I can't believe I didn't talk about this in 2023. I honestly just forgot as I was recording the episode, but it's been coming up a lot for me lately in the sense of like anxiety, meaning when I like when I drive places, I'm very aware of like that that's like precious and like I don't want to you know what I'm trying to say? Like even driving now kind of gives me a little bit of anxiety where it's like, I like safe, like I just hope I get there safely. And every time I get somewhere safely, I'm always very grateful. And I don't know this, this like recent almost discovery or experience of death has really just manifested itself in me as anxiety. Like when we were driving down to the Eagles game the other day, I was just very anxious in the car the whole time. Like, I don't know what it is, but it's just now I have this new perspective on life and just how precious it is and how I don't, I only want to spend it with people that I love and that make me feel good and that bring me happiness. Like I don't want to be stressed out. 
And I don't want to worry about the little things because in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't matter. Um, And I want to like enjoy life to the fullest. And I always think like the other, I remember the other day it was raining out and it was just like shitty and cold. And I was walking outside from my car to the house, like literally I had like 10 steps and I was like, this sucks, this sucks, this sucks. But then I thought to myself, I was like, well, Matt would have loved to experience this day. Drake's dad, which is my sister's boyfriend, would have loved, his name's Corey. Corey would have loved to experience this day. My boyfriend's fam, um, one of his childhood best friends just passed away of brain cancer. Um, when did he pass away? I think like the 20th of December, so right before the holidays. He passed away of brain cancer. He was 32, so young. And I'm like, Brian would have loved to live this day. Like, it just puts such a perspective on life. And I don't mean to make this like deep and sad and all that stuff, but I don't think I ever appreciated life until these horrible, like, you always just think like that won't happen to me. Like, yes, death happens, but not to, not to me. And it's interesting because I've had, I, I have had four grandparents and now I have only one that's still alive. But when a grandparent passed away for me, at least I was like, they were old. It had to happen. I knew it was eventually going to happen. But when it's someone like young and had so much more life to them, it just seems so unfair. It just puts such a perspective on it. So my my perspective of life has just changed and like little things, why stress about it? I try to live my days to the fullest. Like on Tuesday when I was saying like I did nothing, like, yeah, I felt guilty doing nothing because it's like, I should be like living my life. Like if this was my last day, is this what I want to be doing? Is this who I want to be spending it with? And most of the time those answers are yes. And I'm really fortunate that those are my answers. So that's just like, and it's 11, 11. I just looked at the time. Um, but anyway, what I'm getting at is that has how my perspective has shifted in 2023 and going into 2024, I really value life and, um, it has just changed how I live everything. So my why of why I'm even doing anything of anything that I'm about to talk about is so that I can really just enjoy life to the absolute fullest. I don't want to worry about becoming sick with like diseases or anything that can be prevented from my own personal daily choices. I'm going to do my absolute best to make them work in my favor. So that's the health aspect. I don't want to worry about hating what I do every day. So that's where work will come into play. And I don't want to not be able to provide for myself. And hopefully one day a future family. So that's kind of where wealth comes into it. So with all these things, I'm setting myself up for an abundant life of health, passion, wealth, love, curiosity, and overall flexibility. Like I would love to be able to work from anywhere. I'd love to continue providing for myself even on the days that I'm not working. So like having passive income stream set up investments. I also love to, when I do have a family one day, be able to stay home and raise the kids one day um, because I grew up with a stay-at-home mom and 
kids don't raise themselves. Like you either do it or you pay someone else to do it. And I would love to be able to raise my kids myself, but that also means that I have to be able to financially do that one day. So that's a goal that I have one day is to be able to stay home and raise kids and have the financial means to do so um, and live a life of love and health and an abundance of positive, joyous life experiences surrounded by those that I love the most. So my overall why really is just to live a very full life. Now, I broke these things down into three categories of what I will be prioritizing in 2024, and they tie back to what I talked about in my 2024 reset. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. So number one is health, number two is work, and number three is wealth. Now, at first, when I wrote down wealth, I wrote down savings, and then I switched it to income, and then I switched it to wealth. The reason that I wrote wealth is because that's really what I want to be manifesting is wealth. Wealth, yes, in the financial term, but also in the abundance of life. Like if I have the financial means to do the things that I want to do in my life. I feel like that's just going to bring wealth in all avenues of my life, meaning experiences, love. Um, yeah, things like that. So I use the word wealth. And even when I say wealth on this podcast, it sounds very pretentious of me. And like, I just feel like when I say it, I'm like "Mm, wealthy, but I mean, you got to get uncomfortable sometimes to get what you want out of life. So I'm saying the word wealth and it does feel a little bit weird, but I'm, I'm saying it. All right. So let's talk about the systems, routines, and products of each of these. So let's start off with health. Number one. So we have the overall why, but now I want to break it down into the whys of each priority. So why health? The reason that I want to prioritize health in 2024, and specifically if we are applying the 12 week year of January through March, why do I want to focus on health? It's because I want to live a long, healthy life where I don't feel tired, I don't feel brain fog, but rather I feel energized, I feel well rested, I feel full of life, I feel radiant, and I feel complete from the life that I'm living. What can I control from my lifespan so that I'm not sick? I don't have disease. I don't feel lethargic. Like I just want to be optimized and radiant. I spent a lot of the past four years. I feel like there's like post-COVID, pre-COVID and COVID. Since COVID, I've just felt a lot of moments of brain fog, a lot of moments of just being utterly exhausted and just not like doing all that I could be doing. And I don't want to feel like that anymore. Like I have one life and I don't want to waste it 
by just being a couch potato. Like I really want to learn to snowboard. Um, I think that's a great goal for the first quarter. I really want to learn to snowboard and just go do things outside more and just like go live, like go have more fun. I don't have enough fun. So anyway, um, yeah, I want to live a long, healthy life where I just feel good. So that's where health comes in. So I broke this down into six things and six routines. The first routine is a morning routine. Second is nutrition. Third is workouts. Fourth is a nighttime routine. Fifth is a hygiene routine. And sixth is a cleaning routine. I will briefly go through all of these, but I encourage you guys to figure out what it is that you're getting specific about. So for me, it's health and then to go even more micro. So what about the health is it? Is it that I want to wake up at the same time every day? Do I want to go to sleep at the same time every day? Do I want to eat better foods? Okay. What do those foods look like? Where do I get those foods? When do I grocery shop? Do I want to do workouts? What kind of workouts? Oh my gosh, excuse me. I'm getting too excited. What kind of workouts do I want to do? Things like that. So that's where I'm really diving into the micro details of each priority. So let's start with morning routine. Now, this one is still open to interpretation and I'm gonna be doing a little bit of trial and error over the first two weeks of January to see what's working, what's not working. But the general outline that I have that I've been doing for years that seems to work for me is number one, obviously to wake up. Number two is to read and I would like to read a nonfiction book or and or I should say a yoga sutra. Um, A yoga sutra, the best way I can explain it is it's like, okay, it gets like a a little deeper than just like a, how can I basically put it? It's like a saying that was told to like the father of yoga and he wrote it down. It's like the best way I can explain it. It's probably not the best way I can explain it. It's kind of just like, I mean, I don't want to relate it to religion because I have not studied the Bible and I don't want to misspeak or anything. It's kind of just like a a saying and each saying gets broken down. Um, It's technically a song that was sang and a sutra is like a thread. So each sutra connects to one another, but they get very deep and they get very like honestly trippy for lack of a better term. So this year I really want to dive deep into the sutras and read one sutra a morning and then journal about that sutra, which brings me to number three, which is journal either about the sutra or just about anything about manifestations, goals, things like that. And then fourth, I want to practice at home, meaning yoga. So I'm going to be teaching yoga this year in 2024. So I definitely want to make sure that I'm practicing my sequences at home so that I can properly teach them to others. Also, because I just think of yoga as something so sacred and so special that I just want to make sure I'm doing the practice justice. So I just want to make sure that my classes are what I want them to be. So I need to practice on myself. And then um, I want to run or walk for 30 minutes. So that's like my morning routine that I'm thinking. And again, I will iron out the details and I'll probably make like a winter morning routine episode soon. You guys know I love doing those episodes. So I'll make that maybe in February. Okay. Number two is nutrition. This one, I'm keeping it pretty simple and I'm not putting a diet on it. Zero calorie restriction, not tracking macros. I'm not doing any of that, but here's what I am doing. I'm focusing on real whole foods. 
I don't want to be eating seed oils, gums, artificial coloring, things like that. Like I really want grass-fed meats from like a local farm. I want whole fat dairy products. I want raw milk. I want organic fruit, organic vegetables. I just want real food. Like for breakfast this morning, I had three soft boiled eggs, which are like my current obsession. They just take forever to make. Like literally it took me like 30 minutes to make them and five seconds to eat them. I had three soft boiled eggs, a banana, blueberries, half of an avocado and um, Parmesan cheese. And it was delicious. And I loved it. And I feel really good after eating that. So just like whole foods. I'm seeing a lot of TikToks of people that are like, they eat whole foods and they just show whole foods and then they don't show what their body looks like. And I love that. Like I really want the attention to be on the food quality and not on like an outcome that you get of eating foods. I just want the outcome to be internal health. And I feel really good with that. Okay, next is workouts. So I have written down the workout classes that I want to go to in the first quarter of the year that works with my schedule. But then I also have the goal of 10,000 steps a day. So this could mean like walking, like bringing my laptop to the gym and walking and working and typing some emails or when I script podcast episodes. This could mean taking the dogs for a walk. This could also be part of my workouts. I just want to hit 10,000 steps a day because I was looking back at um, like pictures the other day and there was just this moment of my camera roll where I was just so clearly glowing. Like I was just very happy. And I remember that time in my life and I was, I was just so happy. And it was a time in my life when I was walking every single day, about 10,000 steps a day. So I just want to bring that back and feel that happiness again. I'm not saying I'm not happy, but I was like, I just remember that time in my life and it was a very good time in my life. And I correlate it to walking. Next up was my nighttime routine. One thing that I want to purchase this year is a sauna and I've been wanting to do it for so long and maybe this will be the year that I do it. So ideally I would love to sauna, but while I can't sauna at night, you can take a hot shower or hot bath. So shower, magnesium tea, skincare, humidifier, reading lights out. Like that's a nighttime routine that I want to follow. And I'd love to be in bed by 930 every single night. Like honestly, by nine would be amazing, but life happens. And there are some nights that I get in a little bit later. So 930 is like ideal. Next is a hygiene routine. And this is kind of what I was talking about earlier. Obviously daily showers, morning and night skincare routine, which I've been upping my skincare game and I've been really liking the results that I've been getting. I can do a routine on TikTok if you guys want. I'll leave my TikTok down below. But then I also want to bump up my dental hygiene, meaning I want to make sure that I'm flossing, um, tongue scraping and oil pulling, especially those last two, tongue scraping, oil pulling. So 
key to wellness overall and actually health, like all the bacteria on your tongue, getting that out. Oil pulling is an amazing natural teeth whitener. It's really good for your gums. It's really good for your teeth. It's really good for getting that bacteria out of your mouth, all those sorts of things. So definitely want to oil pull. And then lastly is I want to put effort into my appearance. Obviously, like I said, if you guys are watching the video, didn't really do that much today, but you know what? I did like round brush my hair yesterday. So that counts and I did my skincare. So that counts. And then lastly is the cleaning routine. I see a lot of girls post like their big cleaning routines on TikTok. So I'm probably just going to screenshot one of them and implement that into my weekly routines and do that. But I just want to make sure that I'm doing overall Sunday resets and have Sundays be my cleaning day, doing all my laundry, definitely vacuuming at least three times a week. And this is a big one. I'm switching all of my cleaning products to Branch Basics. I'm going to link an episode down below of the Skinny Confidential with a co-founder of Branch Basics. And you can listen to that and make your own assumptions. But after I listened to that episode, I was very much so like, I know what I'm going to be doing and how I'm going to make a change. So all of my cleaning products are being switched over to Branch Basics and I'm very excited about it. Okay. So that was my first priority of health. My second priority is work. Why? Why is this a priority? What is my why? Why am I working hard for this in the new year? My why. I'm fortunate to work for myself and do what I love. So I want to continue to learn and share what I'm learning, share my knowledge and do what I'm passionate about. Work will pay and payment and money is honestly what fuels a lifestyle. And my life plans are big and abundant and they're lofty and I have big dreams, manifestations and desires. And I intend to lead and live a very full abundant life. And I will have the means to do so by working. And every time I say that, I feel like I'm saying a hot take and I don't know why. I don't know why people like, maybe I shouldn't project. I don't know why I assume no one works anymore. And then whenever you talk about working for money, it's like very crass to do when in reality, everyone needs to work because everyone needs money. And that's just how the world works. Like you literally can't live without money. So whenever I say like, oh, I'm working so that I have money to live a life that I want to live, I just feel like it's so crass. But I'm really grateful that I genuinely enjoy the work that I do. And I I'm, I'm, I'm just very grateful to be able to say that. So I want to continue doing that. Now in my 2024 reset video, I did mention that like I was talking about newer ideas because I still have my original means of income that are staying like the same and um, things like stride and stuff. I don't really go deep into here with, but they do kind of all work together. So my three means for work and my three like facets that I want to change for the new year are podcasting, yoga, and a, I don't think I'm going to say the third thing online, um, but it's just like a new venture that I'm like diving into that I'm excited about. Um, okay. So the first one is yoga and I'm sorry. The first one is podcasting. And with each of these avenues that I went into, I just wrote down, when is it happening? What is it happening? Where is it happening? And how is it happening? So for the when for podcasting, I just wrote down when I would script my episodes, when I was recording my episodes, and then when I would edit and send my episodes. For my what, I just really went down into 
what would each of the episodes pertain? What is the structure of the episodes? What's like a very loose format so that I could just pick a topic and then insert that topic into this format and it would produce a gorgeous, well thought out scripted episode. Also, I don't use AI for any of my like episodes. I know a lot of people do podcast scripting now with AI. It's all from my noggin. So I want to keep that going in the new year. So that's kind of just like the routines and systems that I have implemented for podcasting. For yoga, same thing, the when. When am I taking classes? When am I teaching classes? And what platform am I teaching the classes? How do I want people to feel when they are taking my classes? What do I want to convey to the students when they're in class? Things like that. Again, I'm not going to go like very much so into deep detail about my work things because that is kind of like not my secret sauce, but like it's just it's personal. Okay. So I'm putting a little boundary on that. And then finally, the last thing, um, it's more so just like, where do I want to be doing work that I don't need to be doing either at stride or here in my podcast studio. And that is what I want to talk about next. So I would like to do all of my remote work at a coffee shop or in a remote location so that I can get out of my house and kind of feel like I'm quote unquote going to work. The past three months, I've had yoga teacher training in the middle of the days during the week. So I've had somewhere to go like every day and it's been nice and I'm really going to miss that. So I want to have somewhere to go in the middle of the days also so that I can just get out of my house a little bit. So to do this, okay, I'm, this is like how extra I am. So in order to do this and to make myself like really excited for this stuff, I purchased a new bag and this new bag is going to be like my work bag and my tote bag. And the bag that I purchased is the large Marc Jacobs canvas tote bag. Um, I will link it down below. Let me make sure I write that note tote bag because sometimes I forget to link things. I'll link the bag that I purchased down below. Um, but this bag really was purchased with the intention that it will hold everything I need. And I really had a vision when I bought this bag, like I'm going to take this bag to my yoga classes with me. I'm going to take it to these coffee shops with me when I do all of my remote work. Like it's a bag that gets me excited to be seen, to get myself out of the house because otherwise I really am a homebody and would like love to stay home. So sometimes it takes a product to like get you excited and motivated and look, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay. Like nothing wrong with that. So for me, when I go to teach yoga classes, it will have everything that I need. So like yoga books, my sequence journal, yoga dice, essential oils, Palo Santo, a mini microphone, a tripod. Cause I want to like record the back of my um, yoga classes. so I can listen back on them later, things like that. But then also this bag will come with me to any remote work location. So like a WeWork of sorts or a coffee shop or just, you know, something like that. And this is everything that I plan to have in the bag. This is like the ultimate work bag, a phone tripod, mini microphones, my yoga books, my sequence journal. That's like a yoga sequence journal, my planner, my Kindle, AirPods, Beat headphones because they go over the ear. So they're much more so like don't talk to me, but they're also good if I want to like go for a walk or something after my little coffee shop. Um, pens and highlighters, lip balm, gum, laptop or iPad, a claw clip, and then also a change of clothes because I would love to either be 
going to a workout or coming from a workout. So always some sort of change of clothes. And that's why I got this bag because it was the right color scheme. It was the right size and it had like the durability that I was looking for. So I'm really excited about this bag. And sometimes it just takes like a product and a bag to like get you excited about things. So that's my second of work. And then my third is wealth. So why? Why am I prioritizing money this year? Well, it's so that I can save money to purchase a home that will be my forever home that I can build a life in, a family in, a future in, and that I can not only set myself up, but for future generations to live on um, so that I can also be in control of money and finances and be on top of it instead of feeling like my finances are in charge of me and that they control my life. I really want to own my money and just be very responsible with it. I'm 25. I'm like at the age where it's like, all right, let's like set ourselves up for success here and let's like really get down to how your money can work for you and not against you. And also so that I can live financially free and I can afford to do things that I want, like vacation, travel, provide for myself, provide for others, be able to raise my kids one day, be a stay-at-home mom, you know, at least until my kids go into school, things like that. Um, Things like that. So those those are my goals and I'm starting it this year and specifically this quarter. So I do have a financial goal of what I want to make every month. I have a financial goal of what I want to have saved by the end of the year. So by December 31st, 2024, I know how much money I want in a savings account. I know how much money I want in an investment account. And then I also wrote a breakdown of what of how much money I need to make in order to hit all of those goals. And then how do I make that money? That goes back up to my work. So this all kind of like connects on one another. And so I would take like that monetary value and then go back up to work and be like, okay, so if I need to make X amount of money, I need to do X, Y, Z in my work on this week. I need to do X, Y, Z in this week, things like that. So it's all just kind of interconnected. So I won't go through exactly what my breakdowns is, but I have how much I want to save a month, how much I want to invest a month, how much I have to save for taxes, how much my car is, how much the gym membership is, how much miscellaneous expenses like Spotify, iCloud, HBO Max, things like that, how much my groceries are, how much therapy is, things like that. So just really a breakdown of all that. And then of course, to have like money on top of that to like live my life like go out to dinner with friends or to buy like new makeup or things like that to get lattes. Like I don't want to live a life and I don't think anyone wants to live this life, but sometimes you have to, and sometimes you have the choice not to, but to to where like you can't afford to just like live. (laughs) So I want to be able to, you know, save, invest, have everything taken care of, but then also just have like a few hundred dollars a month to just continue to live a life that I enjoy, where I can purchase things here and there, where I can go out to eat with friends, where I can buy new clothes, things like that. Um, So yeah, so in order to hit those goals, I know where I need to be and I know how much I need to save. Products for wealth management, we will say. And I have four advice or four tips, I should say. Number one, um, and this can be applied to anyone, no matter how much money you make, it can like all of these numbers are relative to me, which is why I didn't say any numbers because it's honestly irrelevant. So numbers are relative in this. So all these tips can just be altered to how much money you make and how much money you want to save and what your goals are and things like that. Number one is to open a high yield savings account. I 
opened one through Capital One and I did it through Capital One because they have really great interest rates for their savings account. Um, There's no minimum. There's no start minimum. Like there's also no number that you have to maintain in order to not get a fee with this high yield savings account. Um, So it's a great account. And I pretty much moved like a good chunk of money over to that so that the interest on that so that like that money makes money just from the interest and you don't have to work. Like let's like a high yield savings account, the easiest way I can explain it is let's say you put a thousand dollars in it and every year that account, let's say makes a hundred dollars, which would be a really high say that's a 10% interest rate, which is really high. Um, you just made a hundred dollars doing nothing. So it's like that kind of mindset. So that's really what a high yield savings account is. And I recommend you put money in it. I think the interest rate now for that savings account is like 4.8%, which is very good. So even if you put um, $1,000 in it, by the end of the year, you'll make $48 just by having your money in that account. Like you literally did nothing and you made $48. Like that is like what I mean when I say I want my money to work for itself. Okay, number two is um, get set up in investing, meaning you maybe have a Roth IRA through work or you can call like we use um, Charles Schwab. It's always been like my family's go-to. So Charles Schwab, um, you can always call them and ask to talk to an advisor about how to start investing, things like that. Um, definitely recommend that. And they will put money where they know it's best. I really don't know much about investing, but I do know that there are people that their entire career and profession is about investing. So I'm going to let them do it to the best of their ability because I know that they will do it far better than I will. So um, calling an investment manager or uh, an advisor or something like that for help in investing. Number three is to purchase a budget spreadsheet, which I did. And I will link the one that I use down below. Let me write that down. Link budget spreadsheet. I'll um, link the one that I bought down below. I think it was $8 and you can honestly just keep like reusing the same one over and over again. And I really like it. And this goes into number four, which is to track my money. The reason that I want to do this is because I want to know where my money goes. And I, again, want to feel in control of my money rather than my money in control of me. I think developing a healthy relationship with money in your teens, 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, whatever it is, is really, really important. How we grew up with money does not have to influence how you behave with money later on in your life. My family, I was very, very fortunate that money was not discussed in front of me and my sister as we were kids. So how my parents were financially, I never knew. Um, And I'm very fortunate for that because I grew up not fearing money, not having this like scarce mindset of money. But now that I'm older, I definitely do want to learn how to optimize my money. So now I grew up one way and now I need to kind of forget that and relearn a relationship with money so that it works for me. Um, So that's just how I grew up with money and, or I should say my relationship with money, because I think everyone has a relationship with money and um, 
it's uncomfortable to talk about. Like this is uncomfortable to say on a podcast, especially because growing up, like I was always raised, you don't talk about money, you don't talk about politics and you talk about religion. So to talk about money is awkward, but I think the way that I'm trying to structure how I view money and relationships is really just like a mean to an end. And I want to have money that works for me. And I want to have a good relationship with money and be able to talk about it, especially now that I'm like in a serious relationship. Like it's one of these things that like you have to talk about and it's uncomfortable, but you have to do it. Like if I'm going to marry my boyfriend one day, like we're going to have to talk about merging finances and I'm going to want to know what debt does he have? What investments does he have? What, what's his income? Like all those sorts of things. And then same with mine. Like he's going to want to know what debt do I have? What investments do I have? Like what do we have separately that's going to become ours? You know, things like that. So you need, I shouldn't say you need, I want to begin to get a hold on my money so that I feel in charge of it. Okay. You get it. I'm beating this horse to death, which is honestly a terrible phrase. Okay. So finally, after all of those three things, I have all of my priorities, my health, my work, and my wealth. All of those now have systems, they have routines, they have products. We just talked about all that. Then after you establish all of that, now I'm going to go in and create an ideal week that has all of this in it for Q1. So I'm looking at January, I'm looking at February, and I'm looking at March. For me, this works really well because I'm like home in the winter. I don't do anything in the winter time. I'm home. So this works really well for me, but I'm also going to be sure to include three time blocks down below. And this I pulled from the 12 week year, which I'm still reading. So it might change by the time I end the book, but I doubt it. Um, but what's really cool is that in the 12 week year, they do talk about like creating an ideal week. And I'm like, ah, oh, hello, manifest method. We've been doing that on this podcast for years. So creating an ideal week that has all of this in it. So it has what time I'm going to wake up every day, what time my workouts are going to be every day, what time I will go grocery shopping every week, what time I will shower every night, what time I will do my Sunday resets, what time I'll script out my podcast, what time I will record my podcast, what times I will edit and send my podcast, what times I will teach yoga, what times I will record yoga, what times I will do my third part of work that I'm like not talking about, like that creativity side of my work, what times will I be spending commuting, going to the gym, going to coffee shops, going to teach, things like that. What times of the week will I be spending to budget? What times of the week will I be setting aside for friends? What time of the week will I be setting aside for dates? What time of the week will I be setting aside to like, I don't know, go to a farmer's market, like anything like this, but then also to include these three blocks. The three blocks are number one, a strategic block. This is a three hour block of uninterrupted time each week, which we know as deep work. Woo! We talk talk about deep work all the time on this podcast as well. I will link down below the episode of my deep work routine, but this is essentially a three hour block of uninterrupted work each week. And it's essentially a strategy session with myself. So for me, I decided to do this on Sunday nights so that I'm prepared for the week to come. So I chose Sunday nights from four to 7 PM. The second block that you're going to want to put in your ideal weekly routine is a buffer block. This is unplanned and low value activity. So I want you to think responding to emails, getting back to phone calls, answering texts, maybe even means like running errands, things like that. So I, 
put in for me, I don't have a ton of admin tasks. And when I do, they don't take a very long time. So for me, I put in a one 30 minute buffer block a day, Monday through Thursday. And then finally, a breakout block. This is a free time to allow for creativity, energy, and enthusiasms. For me, I put Fridays after I teach, like Fridays from 11 a.m. on, those are my breakout blocks. So I can go do anything that I want during that time. It's technically an off day, but it's still during the work week, but I'm doing things that will enrich my work. So if I, I really feel like at my core, I am a creative person. So this will allow me to feel like enriched in that creativity that I tend to cater towards, things like that. And then I guess that's really it. Um, So just creating that ideal plan of your week that has everything in it time blocked out and then also having these blocks in it so that you can have like a full and abundant life. Also in these blocks, I'm not looking to time block every single minute of the day. I also want free time to do nothing. I want free time to see friends. I want free time to hang out with my boyfriend. I want free time to read a book. Like I also want blocks of nothing in my ideal week. So that's something to remember. And I do keep like my Saturdays and Sundays, Sunday mornings until like maybe two pretty empty for the most part. But I guess that just about does it guys. Those are my routines, systems, and products that I'm implementing for a productive and successful 2024. I want to thank you guys so much for listening to today's episode. Happy New Year. I'm about to go take my everything shower for New Year's Eve. And I hope you guys have a fantastic New Year. Happy Manifest Monday. I love that 2024 starts on a Monday. This is going to be a good year, guys. This is going to be amazing. And I wish you a healthy, happy, successful, productive, joyous new year. Thank you so much for a fantastic 2023. I am very excited to see where 2024 brings us. And I hope you guys have an amazing Manifest Monday. Bye guys. 